0: Hello, everybody, welcome back to another episode of This Learning Life. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the FAFSA. The FAFSA stands for Free Application for Federal Student Aid. FAFSA is something that's very, very important whenever you're applying for college, whether you're a traditional student, which is straight out of high school, or whether you're a non traditional student, which is older than 25. FAFSA is super, super important and it's going to determine whether or not you get financial aid and how much you get and things like that. So, after doing some research and listening to what other people had to say about the FAFSA, it seems like a consensus is that the most important thing about the FAFSA is that you need to do it. There's no downside in doing it. It's free. The only thing it takes is a little bit of your time. Most places and most websites and most people say it takes anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes to complete the FAFSA and complete it fully. In the grand scheme of things, that's not a long time at all. That's half an hour. That's something you can do before you go to sleep. That's something you can do during your lunch break or... After you finish homework, 30 minutes is not that long, and that's going to determine whether or not you get money, basically. So, it's really important that you do it. So, to complete this application, you need to go to FAFSA, which stands for FAFSA.gov. It's on my website. The FAFSA is done all online, unless you go, like, into a college or something, and they do it for you. Even then, they're still doing it online. So, it's basically done all online. They have English and Spanish versions of the website, and they have multiple help spots on the website if you need help with anything really. They have chat room online that you can put things in. They have hint boxes by all of the questions so you can know where to get the information from and things like that. There's also different resources out there. The VASA website has a spot of frequently asked questions and there's YouTube videos out there. There's your guidance counselors. There's the college counselors. There's a lot of resources out there to help you with this application. One thing to note, once again, is that the application is free. So if you're getting help for the application, it's probably also going to to Be free if they charge for it, I probably wouldn't go with that because you can get it, you can get help from other places for free. Some things that you're going to need when filling out this form is your social security number, you're going to need permanent residence card that's if you have one, you need a W 2 or records of the money that you've earned, and you need your tax records. This FASTA form is that it has automatic data transfer and basically it takes your information from the IRS website and puts it directly into the FASTA the application so that's going to make the process go by a lot faster and then you also can skip questions if they don't pertain to you so 30 minutes is what it should take it's around the time that it should take but it can take less than that so whenever you first fill out the form it's important for you to have all of the things that I just mentioned because those are things that they're going to be looking for from you because those are things that they're going to be asking for another thing that's important whenever you first do it or you first start the application process is your is the FSA ID number or whatever you you put in for that blank. It's super important if you remember that, you need to write it down somewhere, email it to yourself or something, because that's a one-time thing that you're going to need every single year you're in college. Also, another thing that's really important is your parent information. So, that being said, your parents also need the FSA ID number or code or whatever, and they have to remember that. They have to remember that for all of their children. They have to remember that because they're going to be using that for throughout your whole entire college experience basically, and for the rest their kids. This whole process consists of three separate sections like the application. You have the personal information which is your Social Security stuff. That's your name, your birthday, things like that. You have financial information section and that's the taxes, the W-2s, things like that. And then you have the parent information portion of it. That's why it's important for your parents to have the FSA ID number because they have to fill in information as well. So I mentioned before that there are hint boxes next to every question, that's that's for you. If you need the information, look at the information. What's in the boxes? Tips of where you can find the information at, or, or it might say you need to add certain numbers together or something like that. It's really simple when you look at the hit boxes. I had to do that. I didn't know what half of the stuff was for, but that really did help. When filling out the application, another thing you should know is it gives you an opportunity to list 10 schools that you are planning on applying to. That's really important because those are the schools that are going to be getting that FAFSA from the federal aid website, basically. So, it's going to be distributing all this information to the various different schools that you put on it. So, even if you only know of two schools that you got accepted into at the moment, or you don't know exactly where you want to go, put in 10 schools. It's not going to hurt, and the schools also don't know that you exist until you put in the FAFSA stuff. Put that in, and if you have more than 10 schools, you can always put 10 schools in, and then after the schools receive the FAFSA, it's not going to go away. They're going to always have it on their files, so you can just replace those schools and put other schools in. Before you submit your application, it's really, really important that make sure there are no typos, whether that's your social security number, your name, because if there is a typo, it's going to delay your application and some places aren't even going to accept the application, they're going to send it back so that you can fix the mistakes that you've made. I did some research on this and one of the most common mistakes is typos. It's people not having their name that up with their social security card or not have it match up with their financial information. It's super important that all of that stuff corresponds. So you shouldn't use nicknames because that's not going to be on your financial records and stuff like that. So stick to your full name and you should be fine. All your names and all of your information needs to match. That's basically one of the most common mistakes. Information not matching. Careless errors they are going to cost you so take the time to do it and complete it well. The reason why you should really look out for your typos, especially In the financial department, is those numbers are determining basically whether or not you get financial aid and how much you get. So if you mess up, here's just a little example: nineteen dollars is different from ninety-one dollars. And think of that in terms of thousands of dollars. That's, that's a big difference. So it's really important. There's something called the EFC and that's the expected family contribution to your college fund. And they come up with that number based off how much money your parents are earning and stuff like that. And that's why it's so important to put in the right number because they're going to expect for your parents to give more if the number is higher, you know, it's it's just what it is. So you need to make sure that number is absolutely correct because it's going to be hard for you to change it after. And if there's a problem with your FAFSA, a lot of times the school will try to help you out and they. Things like that it's going to slow down the process tremendously and you don't want to do that because you're going to miss out on funds these schools have a certain amount of money they can give out on things like that and if they're waiting weeks and weeks for your application to come in they're just going to give that stuff or that funding to someone else you're going to miss out on different opportunities so it's really important for you to take your time that's something else that instead that you need to take your time you need to check typos check for errors things like that and if you need help get help once again i said this earlier in the podcast but when I was filling out my form I didn't know what half of that stuff was because I hadn't had a job I hadn't had any of this information that they were looking for, and I used the boxes. I got help from my parents. I got help from people who knew what they were talking about. I looked up some of the stuff online. So get the help you need because it's only affecting you in the long run. So get that help. So this is back to a point that I made earlier in the podcast. Parent involvement is vital. It's so vital because there is a whole entire section dedicated to the parent information, and this is information that your parents can fill out themselves, or you can get the information from them. But they're still going to have to sign. They have to sign the form. They're going to have to sign with their FSA ID. Something you should note whenever your parents are helping you out. Thank your parents for their time. Because it is going to take a little bit of time. They have to have information and things like that. So thank your parents whenever they help you. So this is just something if you're a non-traditional student. Which is 25 or older. You don't need your parent information basically. So if you're like 26 and you're going back to college. Or you are just starting college. You don't need your parent information. You'll need other information. So if you need help or you need information that you don't have, you need to talk to the college that you're applying to. They have financial aid offices and they're there to help. So take advantage of that. My three last tips I'm going to give to you, don't procrastinate because the funds are going to run out if you wait until the last possible day to turn it in. Be prepared. You need to have the information that I mentioned at the beginning, which is a social security number, the permanent resident card, W-2, records of income, tax records, things like that. Most of all, don't be afraid to ask for. Or help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Okay. So that's it for this episode of This Learning Life. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you would like me to cover in the future, please email me at thislearninglife at gmail.com and also follow me on my social medias. Once again, thanks so much for tuning into this episode and I hope to see you next week.